get ready for a transformation. But in this kingdom, we start growing. We are replacing those carnal thoughts with the word of God. Our minds are renewed to the word of God. At that time, glory, glory, glory. So when we are speaking, we are speaking from knowledge. Or you wake up and say, hey, bonga fish, angari. Glory to God. I took it in the dream. I will never take it in life. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'll never be poor. Ah! Jesus Christ. Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. Another life-changing moment with Apostle Peters. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise because ever before we got here, you were here already. We worship you for taking charge of everything. Let your name alone be exalted in Jesus' name. And we ask that each heart in this place would be a receptive heart, each ear a listening ear, that everyone in this place would be blessed by your word. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah! Ephesians chapter number 5, I want to read from verse 18 something very striking in the word of the Lord that we should not take lightly. You know, in the 18th verse, Ephesians chapter number 5, it says, And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Now, this is the Lord commanding us, telling us what to do. He's telling us what to do. He says, be filled with the Spirit. In the very next verse, he says, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. He's actually telling us how to be filled. With the spirit then it, it goes ahead it says giving thanks always for all things unto god and the father in the name of our lord jesus christ submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of god so one way to be filled with the spirit is to submit to one another in the fear of god that's striking then he says wives submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Now, if you study in the scriptures, you understand that it's not talking about a Christian just receiving the Holy Spirit. It's talking about a Christian being filled again with the Holy Spirit. Okay, when a Christian receives the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit comes to live in the quarters of his heart. That's different from this portion of the Bible. When a man gives his heart to Christ, of course, that one receives the Holy Ghost. But then, there is something called continual feeling. And it tells us about the continual feeling. That's what it's talking about here. You say, how do you know? Well, very simple. If you study the Greek construction of be filled, in fact, some margin, some Bible puts in the margin, be being filled, which means continual. So after you have the Holy Spirit, you have to learn to be being filled from time to time. So you don't live a carnal Christian life. You're a Christian, but yet you're carnal. No, God doesn't want that for us. He wants us filled all the time. Praise the Lord. Thank you. So, now here, he says, but be filled. He says, don't be drunk with wine wherein is excess. Isn't it strange that there are men today, husbands, okay? They prefer to be drunk with wine wherein is excess. They prefer to be drunk, you know. They go out there and they get drunk and they come back home. They feel, oh, that's a way to have a wonderful time. No, the Bible says, 
don't do that. If you're a Christian, say, don't be drunk with wine wherein is excess. He says, instead of that, be filled with the Spirit. I will never be drunk with wine in my life. I prefer to be drunk with the Spirit of God. Glory to God. There's a difference. When you're drunk with wine, you lose your senses, you misbehave, you do stupid and dumb things. But when you're drunk with the Holy Ghost, even if you get to do a stupid thing, it will fly. Why? Because it's the Holy Ghost. In other words, nothing is stupid when you're drunk with the Holy Ghost. Everything works out correctly. The wisdom of God is quickened in you when you're drunk with the Holy Ghost. You will talk wisdom, act wisdom, instead of acting foolishly. Somebody is drunk and you find him in the gutter, you know, lying down there, inside dirty water. That's stupidity. <laughs> if you have the Holy Ghost, he will not inspire you to go and lie inside dirty water. Glory to God. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Aha, uh -huh, this is the real thing. So he says to be drunk with the Holy Ghost. What does that tell you? Just ensure in your life, both husband and wife, ensure that you're drunk in the spirit all the time. Be filled with the spirit. It will take care of a lot of problems in the home. The reason why there are a lot of quarreling and fighting is because, you know, in the homes, is because they are not filled with the spirit again. They think, yes, I have the Holy Ghost. But after that day, they are not filled again. But you're supposed to be continually filled with the spirit. And he tells us how to do it. He says, speaking in psalms and hymns. What does that mean? That means on your own, you sing psalms. You sing psalms, hymns, like the beautiful one we sang while we were coming in. You can sing, oh, come let us adore him. All these beautiful hymns. And you'll notice that you'll be filled with the Spirit. And then when your husband is talking to you, you know how to respond in wisdom. Why? Because you're filled with the Spirit. A wife that is not filled with the Spirit is the wife that can talk nastily and be rude. If he's filled with the Spirit every morning, you imagine it, you wake up in the morning, ever before you say hello to your husband, you're filled with the Spirit. When you see him, you know how to act. You know what to do. You know what to say. Even to deal with your children, the wisdom of God will be working in you. You won't act foolishly. Glory to God. This is the secret of Every Christian that wants to stand out, be filled with the Spirit continually. Glory to God. Now, that's for the woman. You know, if you're always filled with the Spirit, when your husband gives you something, maybe a little money, say, just take this, help me manage it, just do something with it, you will not be <laughs> like, how much is this? This one cannot do anything now. What is this? No. Inside you, the wisdom will just be quickened. You receive it and say, Lord, I thank you for this money. Multiply it, Lord, in Jesus' name. You say, how possible is that? Well, the Bible says that Jesus multiplied fishes and bread. So you can also. You say, multiply this money. That does not mean that 20 naira will start appearing, many of them, and 50 naira and so on. No, it just means that whatever you use that little money to buy will be so much. You go to the market and you purchase something with a little amount of money, but yet you have a lot of it. And you're coming back saying, what? How much is that? How much did you get all this for? You say, with the amount to me. How did you do it? Did you go there to slap them? Why? Because you're full of the spirit. The spirit of God orders your steps to the right people. And when you show up in front of them, you found favor in their sights. Hallelujah. All right. Now, what about the man? You have to learn to be full of the spirit also. All the time. 
every head of the family in this place, you need to realize the importance of being filled with the Spirit. You cannot afford to make dumb decisions for your family. I do not think that a man is the head of the family if he doesn't hear from God for his family. I don't think so. A man ought to hear from God for his home. If anything is going to happen to my children, I hear from God. My wife is here. If something is coming up, before it comes up, the Lord reveals it to me. And I just tell my wife, hey, I've, I've had to wake her up very early in the morning, as early as 4 a.m. I said, the Lord just showed me something. Now we need to start being careful in this area with our children. Okay? Make sure they don't do this. Make sure they don't do that. Because I just saw something now. That's how every head of the family should be. You are the head of that home. You should hear for your family. You should hear for your wife. That's why you are the head. You are not just the head to, okay, uh, you know, just take. What do you want? I don't have a problem. I only just to drop the money, the, any amount they need. Okay. But that's not, that's not wise enough. That's not all there is to being the head of the family. A head of the family must give direction. And, oh God, shamefully enough, many heads of the family are even being dragged by their wives to church. It's a shame. It's a shame. That's not too good. The man should lead the way for the family to come. He ought to decide by the Spirit of God what church the Lord has sent them to. And then they go there, and then he takes the, the family, the children, and commands them in the way of the Lord. With his wife. Not that he will say, ah, you people should go. This Sunday I'm very tired. Go. Regards to pastor, I will send my tithes. That's even if he dares pay his tithes. Don't be like that. Praise the Lord. So we ought to be filled with the Spirit. Uh, there's a lot to it. Alright, so let's live a life full of the Holy Ghost. Husband, wife, and when you're like this, your children will watch you. And as they grow also, they will go in this way. The Bible says, train up a child in the way that he should go. You can't live this kind of life continually and you have your children growing up and giving you problems. Growing up and they are hooligans, uh, uh, armed robbers. How could that be in a home? Where the husband and wife are continually filled with the spirit. They know when that boy meets the wrong friend. They know. They just know. They know when their girl meets the wrong friend. They know. Why? They are continually filled. God wants to talk to every one of us. It's a lie. It's a lie that God speaks to only pastors. It's a lie. God wants to speak to every of his children. And he does talk to every of his, every of his children. But not everyone. He's hearing him. He's speaking, but you're not hearing. Why? Because you closed your mind. You closed your spirits against hearing. With activities, irrelevant activities. You get so busy with the things of this world, you are entangled in them. You don't even stop to hear him. But when you start walking with the Spirit of God this way, peace will come into your home. And you raise your children in the way of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Your wife, I'm telling you, I'm challenging, your wife should not pray more than you. Say, hey, you know, women have, they have this praying power. It's a shame. Your wife should not pray more than you. Because you are the head of the family. No matter how hot she is, you should show her how to be hotter. That's why you are a man. Do you understand? That's the way I am. My wife is here. You can ask her after everything. Glory to God. 
Uh-huh. But you too, you too, <laughs> don't say this man, yeah, you are the head, so just go ahead and be very hot. Ah! Oh, run after him, such that he will be challenged to run more. And try to catch up with him, and he says, what? You're getting close? No, 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 no. And he's running even harder. Make him pants. You understand? <sighs> relax now, okay? Relax now. No, you're not relaxing. Glory to God. Why? Because you ought to be hot on the inside. So that amongst women, you can stand out. Other women will look at you and they, they want to be like you. Glory to God. Yeah, that's what you should be. You should be an example to other women. You should be an example to other men. Say, I'm an, I'm an example. To Glory to God. Hallelujah. Say, I'm hot. I'm not cold. Look warm. Continually. I'll be filled with the spirit. Now, in that scripture that we just read, there's something important that I want to round off with. It says submitting. The beauty of a woman is in submitting to her husband. The beauty of a man is in loving his wife. A woman ought to submit. Listen. Sometimes it's not good when we try to copy our parents that didn't teach us the right thing or didn't lead the right way. But you know, some of our parents did a great job, you know, the way they were raised. They were raised to give so much honor to daddy. But notwithstanding, sometimes it's not always like that. He said, who should I follow? Follow the word of God. The word of God will never mislead you. Glory to God. He'll never mislead you. So you submit to your husband. Even if your husband is like this or like this. Like this or like this. Submit to him. He's your head. That's where your beauty is. That's where your honor is. That's where your glory is. When you submit to your husband, in reality, no matter how mad the man may look or act, one day, he'll sit by himself and think about it and say, I've been acting stupid. How would I be behaving? This, this lady is quiet and calm. Nobody in his right senses does not appreciate honor. Honor your husband. Submit to him. And you will see the love inside of him. But you know what, husband? Irrespective of her imperfections, you still have to love her for who she is. If you want to marry a perfect person, then you can't get that on earth. Hope you know that. The Bible says that the church is for the perfecting of the saints. That means the saints are not perfect yet. Okay? You know women can behave womanish. <laughs> you know them. A lot of times they have mouths, you understand? Except the one that is tamed by the Spirit of God, who has tamed the tongue. Irrespective of her imperfections, just love her the way she is. Accept her the way she is. Okay? Don't, don't let that bring trouble. You know, you talk and she talks back and you talk back and you talk back. And the next thing, your hand is already moving. You say, whoa, 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 whoa. Then you are controlling yourself. Then just at the time you're controlling yourself, she says a big one. You say, ah, Lord. At this point, forgive me. Bye! Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Glory to God. No. You have self-control. You love her for who she is. Irrespective of what you may call the nonsense. Just accept her. You know why? Because God gave her to you. And God doesn't make mistakes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Your husband, you accept him just the way he is. Love him for who he is. 
not every man is organized. You have to know that. And then you now start arguing. Say, why did you leave your socks here? Oh, you want to kill me with what? Why, why are your shoes here? And all those, you know, one of the best places for women is their kitchen. And you've organized this kitchen so well. And this man comes in, carries the cup, drops it there. You're patient enough for that. And then comes with the plate, drops it somewhere. Say, can't this man just see? This is sink now. Why can't you drop it? Why here? And then all those is bringing argument. No, just love him for who he is. Okay, if there is anything that you're not comfortable, just tell him. Say, hey, whatever you give yourself, honey, sweetie, sugar, whatever, just call and say, sugar, can you please do it better next time? Just move it into the sink. I prefer it there. And then don't say, what is the problem? Am I not the head of the family? I can put it on top of the house if I want. No, don't talk like that. <laughs> okay? Just say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, I'll do that next time. All right? Glory to God. All right? Let nobody come in between you. Don't start calling up and say, Mommy, did you see what he did? Daddy, did you see what she did? That's immature. Immaturity. Okay? Come up in your thinking. Learn to undo your stuff yourself with God and prayer. Glory to God. Say, I'm smart. Say, I accept these things in the name of Jesus and the work for me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise for this exhortation because it has changed us. We know that the entrance of your world gives light. And so we have received light in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And if there is any man, any woman here, you want to adjust your ways, just say after me. Say, precious Jesus, help me to amend my ways, to walk according to your principles in the word of God. Help me with more grace to do your word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Shout hallelujah! That is for your local government chairman. Shout hallelujah! All right, you can give that to me, but I'm talking about giving the hallelujah to Jesus of, uh, of Nazareth. King of kings, the Lord of lords. Shout hallelujah! Right, now you are alive today. Thank you so much. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for the success of this. Blessed be your name. We return all the glory to you. In the name of Jesus. No evil will come near you. Every one of you in this place, you are blessed. You are protected. You are kept. In the name of Jesus. No sickness, we have it in your body. No disease, we have a place in your body. If there is anyone that is sick in this place, I come against that sickness in the name of Jesus. I declare that the healing power of God will go through your bodies. Healing you of every ailment. I command your doors to be opened. In the name of Jesus. Everywhere you go, you are favored. You are graced. In Jesus' mighty name. As you go back home, I declare that you will not meet sadness. The Lord is in charge of everything. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for coming. God bless you. We love you and appreciate it. Thank you.
This message was produced by Supernatural Kingdom Church. To get more of our messages, call 0806 0087 643 or 0816 0114 389. Thank you and God bless you.